Hello and welcome to the library. My name is Sarah and I am your host and narrator. Today you'll notice that this episode will start a little bit differently. Uh, as I was going through my old episodes, I noticed that a few of my chapters hadn't been recorded properly and that the edit, the audio was really wonky and so you couldn't hear. Um, you couldn't hear the reading over the music, the music was too loud. And with the system that I currently work with, they do not have the, they're not completely integrated with OBS, so it was a bit of a shock for me to realize it's unintelligible. So, the following are chapters 5 and 6 needing to be redone, and uh, if you hear any um, popping or loud bangs in the background, it is because it is currently our May 2-4 or Victoria Day weekend, which is a long weekend for us, but it also means many, many, many fireworks. So don't worry, I'm not being shot at. <laughs> it's just the fireworks. Right. With that out of the way, let's get to it. Chapter 5 Get out of bed. It's like a dog. After a few days of careful nurturing, no matter his actual condition inside, Luan Chang improved a lot on the surface. Lin Qingyu thought he could try getting out of bed and taking a couple of steps. Luan Chang listened to his advice, got out of bed, and took two difficult steps. He felt weak in his limbs. He felt his whole body go soft. He lay back on the bed and said with a clear conscience, there is nothing difficult in this world as long as you're willing to give up. I choose to give up. Lin Qingyu looked at him. Could it be that you plan to lie in bed for the rest of your remaining days? Luan Chang. Is there something wrong with that? No, just stay lying down. Lin Qingyu, who believed in diligent study and had a strong determination to succeed, couldn't bear to look at Luan Chang's half-dead appearance. He didn't step a single foot into their room for the entire day. Out of sight, out of mind. This way, the day of a newly wedded bride's first return... This was the day of a newly wedded bride's first return to her parental home. Lin Qingyu didn't want to admit that he was a bride, but he did miss his family. It has only been a few days since he left home, but to him... It felt like years. Early in the morning, Liang Shi sent a steward to Blue Wind Pavilion. Under the steward's supervision, the servants carried in two boxes of gifts, saying that Madame was letting Xiao Jun bring these back to his parents. Hua Lu was still quite young, and said simply what was on her mind. What's this? There's only these two boxes? The Madame prepared more gifts when she married off a servant girl. The steward smiled and said, Hua Lu Guanang, Guanang, does not understand. The amount of gifts the bride brings back to her parents depends on how much dowry she brings in when she gets married. Xiao Zhen brought little dowry into the mansion. 
so the gifts for his return to his parents is also naturally but little. This was true. When his parents had prepared Lin Qingyu's dowry that day, he strongly demanded that there be as little as possible. It would have been best if he had brought nothing at all. He didn't take any of the rare collections or valuable porcelains prepared by his father, or any of the gold and silver jewelry or deeds to fertile land prepared by his mother. Bringing these to the Nananhu mansion would only dirty the Lin residence's things. Lin Qingyu knew that his parents cared nothing for these mere worldly possessions. They wished only for his safety and success. He said, There is no need to bring even these two boxes. The steward was taken aback, thinking that he had heard it wrong. Xiaojin means keep it. Let the madam use it as she wishes. Although Hua Lu had yet to marry, even she knew that the bride's first return to her parents' house was a matter of face. She tried to persuade Lu Lin Qingyu. Xiao Jin, at least take a little bit with you. If the bride really goes back to her parents' home empty-handed, the neighbors will definitely point in gossip. Is the Lin residence not already the subject of much gossip? Lin Qingyu said lightly. Let them gossip. In the current dynasty, male homosexuality was in vogue. Most all houses of high-ranking officials and nobles kept several male concubines. Even His Majesty's harem had one or two male concubines. But when all was said and done, a man was a man, unable to have children, and so he could not be made a proper wife. Deyu's laws state that for every man, a woman one husband, one wife, and many concubines. If it weren't for the sake of having Lu Wancheng's life, of saving Lu Wancheng's life, and the words of the national teacher, His Majesty would not have gone against established tradition and bestowed marriage upon two men. Lin Qingyu was the first man given to another man in marriage by the emperor. This alone was enough to make the small Lin residence famous throughout the capital, becoming the topic of idle conversation over a cup of tea by the rich and powerful in the capital. The steward felt apprehensive in his heart. He heard Lin Qingyu ask him, Is there a carriage ready? Is the carriage ready? It is ready. There is one more thing. The madam has tasked me with telling Xiao Jin. The steward cleared his throat and said, <clears throat> The madam said, The young master has yet to completely recover, and it is cold outside. She is afraid the young master may not be able to stand it. And so there will be no need for the young master to accompany Xiao Jin on his return to his parents' house. Then Qing Yu said calmly, don't worry, I never planned on taking him with me either. <laughs> Lin Qingyu got into the carriage alone. The Nananhu mansion and the Lin residence were separated by more than half of the entire capital. A trip, th a trip there and back would take half a day. When passing Yongxing Street, Lin Qingyu stopped the driver and said, Wait here. Yongxing Street was the most pot prosperous street in the capital. 
both sides of the street were full of shops. Silk cloth shops, porcelain shops, wine shops and tea houses, etc. Lin Cheng Yu walked into the wine shop and ordered two pots of their best quality New Er Hong. He then went to the neighboring pastry shop to buy a few gins of candied fruit. Bringing just these home was enough. The Lin residents knew that Lin Ching Yu would be going home today, and they had their doors open since early in the morning. When the hour was near, Mother Lin took her young son and the young page who followed Lin Ching Yu since they were children to stand at the gate of the, of the house and wait. Seeing that he was about to arrive home soon, Lin Ching Yu pushed open the window of the carriage. From a distance he could see a little child bouncing up and down, waving his arms and rushing to the carriage. This was his six-year-old brother, Lin Ching He. Lin Ching Yu's heart, stretched taut for many days, finally relaxed a bit. Lin Ching Yu stepped out of the carriage, and his younger brother jumped into his arms. Gaga! Lin Ching He was at the age when Lin Ching He was at the age when his baby teeth were falling out. His two front teeth were missing, and there was a whist and there would be a whistling sound when he talked. Young master, his page Hua Tong simply could not contain his excitement, as though his master wasn't coming back from Nan and Hu Mansion, but rather from the battlefield. Lin Ching Yu rubbed his brother's head and looked at the sweet sweet-tempered lady standing to the side. Mother. Mother Lin said with tears in her eyes, It is good that you're back. She looked at the carriage and was quite nervous. Is young Master Hu still in the carriage? Then Xing Yu said, Young Master Hu is laid up in bed, and it was not advisable for him to go out. He said that we should regard him as dead. Mother Lin looked shocked. This? Lin Qingyu smiled smoothly. Let's not mention others at home. Where's father? A student of your father's came to visit today. He is receiving the guest in the hall. Lin Qingyu asked, Which student? Mother Lin said, Tian Qi Hi. This one gets me. Tan Qi Qi. Lin Ching Yu's smile became strained. He sure knows how to pick a day. Coming neither early nor late, he simply insisted coming right on the day that he was scheduled to return home. The Tan family ran the largest pharmacy in the capital. Tan Chi Ji was one of Father Lin's outer disciples. It could be said that he shared some bit of friendship with Lin Ching Yu. But that bit of friendship aside, if Lin Ching Yu had his way, he wouldn't want to interact with this person too much. This person was always looking to one-sidedly compete and compare with others. He did it so often that people simply grew fed up with him. Compared with Tan Chi Ji, even Lu Wen Cheng would appear lovable. In any case, that Luan Chang didn't come made Mother Lin breathe out a sigh of relief. She and her husband only missed their son. If their son-in-law came as well, their entire family would be very reserved. Let's not all stand here at the door. Let's go in. Mother has prepared your favorite plum cake. Lin Xin Yu asked, Did Mother make it herself? 
Mother Lynn said, Naturally. Not as though you'd eat it if it were made by anyone else. Then Ching Yu smiled lightly. The piercing chill surrounding his whole body seemed to turn from a gust seemed to have turned into a gust of spring breeze. The Hu Mansion coachman who had been driving the carriage was stunned. Was this their Xiaojun who ignored everyone and kept a frosty look all day long? As soon as Lin Qingyu entered the door, he saw Tan Qiji approaching. Qingyu Xiong, you're finally here! Tan Qiji appeared upright and proper, of a bookish nature. At first glance, he looked like a talented young man. Lin Qingyu gave a careless nod to Tan Qiji. He then gave a salute to the man in charge. Father. Father Lin couldn't be like Mother Lin, who showed her utter happiness on her face. A light merely flickered in his eyes. You're back. Tan Chi Ji looked out the door and asked, Why are you alone? What about young Master Hu? Lin Ching Yu said indifferently, He didn't come. Tan Chi Ji's face wore a look of sh surprise. I've never seen a bride return to her parents' ho house without her husband. Is that so? Well, now you've seen it. Father Lin said consideringly, considerately, I think it's because young Master Hu has yet to heal from his illness. It is inadvisable for him to go out. Even if he were still sick and was advised against going out, why was there not even a courtesy letter? Tan Chi Ji unabashedly seized upon Lin Ching Yu. Lin Ching Yu wore plain white clothes today. He was already naturally thin, with a breeze flowing into his sleeves and a thin waist as though bound with a belt. Beautiful was beautiful, but it was too extreme. A male wife set so high on up, how could the, his husband look How could his uh, How could his husband look favorably upon him? He more or less understood. Lin, the great beauty Ching Yu, has failed to win the favor of his husband and his husband's family. Ching Yu Shang, sure enough, is still as magnificent as ever. His appearance would not lose out to any woman, Tan Ching Ji said with a smile. However, you now belong to the young master of the Hu Mansion. Why do they still dress so plainly? Lin Qingyu swept his eyes up and down Tan Qingji. Qi Ji. Naturally, I can't compare with Tan Xiong. Tan Xiong has on... Tan Xiong has on bright purple clothes, and even an ornament around his waist. You are simply oozing extravagance. Why, who could look more like the male wife of a wealthy family than you? Tan Ji's face twisted, but he quickly brought back his previous expression. Ching Xiu Zhong Jess. But speaking of wealthy families, what of Ching Yu Zhong's gifts for his return? Quickly take it out and let your brother see the wealth of a noble house. Then Ching Yu picked up the two pots of New Hong. Here. When Father Lin saw this, he shared a smile with his son. Tan Chi Ji stared at it. This, just this? 
Even if Lin Qingyu has fallen out of favor, he was still the formally and legally married male wife of the Hu Mansion. How could his return gift be, sh be so shabby? There is also a few gins of candied fruit, Lin Jingyu said lightly. Would Tan Zhang care to have a taste? Lin Qinghe heard that there was candied fruit and said excitedly, I want to eat candied fruit. Thank you, Guga. Tan Chi Ji used a joking tone to say, Could it be possible that Ching Yu Zhang has hidden all the good things? Don't you want to give it to teacher and his wife? I feel like that should be sensei, but, you know, wrong. Shizun. <laughs> Father Lin said, I think these are very good already. Very good. My good wife, please take the wine to warm it up. Ching Yu, Chi Ji, and I will have a few drinks later. Tan Chi Ji said, embarrassed, Teacher, I'm afraid this is not in compliance with customs. Father Lin asked, How so? Tan Chi Ji seemed as though he were reluctant to say it. Ching Yusheng is already someone's wife. How could he possibly share the same table with me, a male outsider? Father Lin's expression sank. Even though his eldest son had an astoundingly beautiful face and has married into a noble family as a man, he still regarded him as man through and through. But others may not think so. The Nananhu mansion had strict rules. Whether a male wife could see a male outsider was already open to question, let alone drinking at the same table. It is certainly not in compliance. Then Qingyu appeared calm and unperturbed, but in fact, he was already thinking of what poison could be worthy of Lin Qingyu's mouth. Then, Tanxiong, what are you still doing here? Take care, we won't bother seeing you out. Tan Qiji was too surprised to utter a word. He obviously had yet to see a good show, and he didn't want to leave just yet. He gave a hollow laugh and said, To tell you the truth, aside from paying my respects to the master, I came here to visit to ask for one thing. Before he could finish speaking, a steward hurriedly said, Master, madam, your son-in-law is here. Lin Qingyu said, said coldly, what, son-in-law? What nonsense is this? It's young Master Hu, said, said Huan Tong, who had followed behind the steward. Young Master Hu of the Nananhu Mansion is here. What was Lu Chang doing out of bed at this hour? What did he come to the Lin residence for? <laughs> Lin Qingyu packed away his moodiness. I'll go take a look. Father Lin said solemnly, We will go too. When all was said and done, Liu Wencheng's status was that of the nobles. If they do not go out to welcome him, and they offend him, if news of it were to pass on to the Nananhu mansion as gossip from people with ulterior motives, they were afraid that Lin Qingyu's situation would become even more difficult. No, not for Albert. Not far, bitch. He takes care of everything. <laughs> no one touches lynching you. I need to have a sound effect in here for he's so badass. <laughs> Tell it, bitch. 
And when I call lynching you a bitch, it is in the absolute best possible meaning of the word. Like, you do not mess with lynching you. Oh, I love him. Like a boss. Tan Chi-Ji rolled his eyes and he followed them out. As soon as Lin Ching-Yu arrived in the courtyard, he saw Lu Wen-Cheng sitting in a wheelchair being pushed by a male servant. The two locked eyes with each other. Lu Wen-Cheng curved his lips and smiled. Sure enough, he was made of orchids and jade trees, a modest gentleman. Ching-Yu, you went back to the Lin residence but didn't take me with you. Seeing Lu Wen, seeing Lin Ching Yu's touching expression, he lowered his voice and said, What's this? Why are you angry again? How can you still be angry in your own home? During the past few days, some color had been coaxed into appearing on Lu Wen Chang's face, but his complexion was still paler than that of ordinary people's. He was holding an exquisite heating stove in his hands. He had on a crimson robe, a snow cape that draped his shoulders, and a snow-white fox fur robe laid over his lap. And yet he did not appear the least bit bloated. On the contrary, he appeared handsome and luxurious. His jade-like quality and gold-like appearance was made all the more prominent. When Luan Cheng lay paralyzed on the bed, he looked exactly like a salted fish. Out of bed? He was a dog dressed as a man. Before Lin Ching Yu could speak, his parents had already come out. Luan Chang turned his eyes slightly, and the servant behind him readily took the hint. He took the heater and fox fur in one hand and supported Luan Chang with the other. Once Luan Chang was seated on his was steady on his feet, he bowed to Father Lin and Mother, and Mother Lin, saying, Greetings father, to Father-in-law and Mother-in-law. Your son-in-law has arrived late. Graceful and poised, with a natural manner that befitted the situation, he had exactly the bearing that a noble son should have. <coughs> Lin Ching He hid behind his brother, staring at Lin Ching Yu with wide eyes. Guh-guh, this person looks good. Then Ching Yu looked on coldly. Your eyes are playing tricks on you. Father Lin said, There is no need to be polite, young Master Hu. You are unwell. Please sit. Luan Chang got back into the wheelchair, his eyes falling on Tan Chi Ji. And this is? Greetings, young Master Hu. Tan Chi Ji stepped forward and said respectfully, I am Tan Chi Ji, a student of Lin Yan, Lin Yan Pan. The ever bright and harmonious medicine shop in the capital is run by my family. Fucking love Luan Cheng. A smile appeared at the corner of Luan Cheng's lips. Hmm? Ever what and harmonious? Tan Chi Ji hurriedly said, Ever bright and harmonious. Luan Cheng asked again, what, bright and harmonious? Tan Chi Ji had a vague feeling that he was being played with. Nonetheless, the identity of the other party was not ordinary, so no matter how he was being tricked, he could only greet him with a smile. It's ever bright and harmonious. 
Ever write in what? This was all what and what? <laughs> Lin Qingyu interrupted the two of them. The wind here is chilly. Father, mother, go into the house. You can leave young Master Hu to me. Mother Lin stretched out her hand toward Lin Qinghe. Qinghe, don't always stick to your brother. Come here to mother. After his parents left, Lin Qingyu asked Luan Chang quietly, Did you take the wrong medicine? Now that he was talking alone with Lin Qingyu, Luan Chang didn't bother pretending. His brows dropped low and a tired expression appeared on his face. I'm here to support you, Dr. Lin. There is no need for that. When something unusual happens, it means that there must be something fishy going on. Lin Qingyu frowned. You don't usually get up at this hour. That's right. I had to try hard so many times before I was able to succeed, able to successfully get out of bed. Li Chang smiled. I did this for you, to repay you for giving me the medicine and applying acupuncture. How is it? Were you moved? Lin Qingyu said with a cold, cold tone of voice, No. Li Chang raised his eyebrows. Then should I go? Lin Qingyu pondered it for a short moment and said, You may as well. Find an excuse and go back to the mansion. Lu Wencheng choked and suddenly felt that the world sim that the world simply wasn't worth it. That's too that's too much, Xiong Di. Chapter six I have a method that may save his life for a year. Lu Wencheng's expression revealed enormous grievance as though he had gone up a mountain of swords, down into a sea of fire, suffered through untold dangers and hardships to come to the Lin residence. Seeing it, Lin Qingyu wanted to laugh. Luan Chang just got up an hour earlier than usual, left the house and got into a carriage. He then got out of the carriage and sat in a wheelchair. What was there to feel wronged over? Having ten, oh, this name gets me. Having ten qi ji, yeah, having ten qi ji was already bad enough. And just as he was about to drive him out, Lu Wen Cheng just had to come and join in the fun. He just wanted to have a good meal with his family. Why was it so difficult? Seeing that Lin Qing Yu was unmoved. Luan Chang was compelled to feel relieved. Luan Chang had come. He'd even brought gifts, and he'd present, and he'd pretended to be a little serious, which gave Lin Qingyu a lot of face. He had probably already repaid Lin Qingyu for giving him the medicine and acupuncture treatment. Going home to sleep sounded good too. Also, it was really cold outside, and it was tr and it was tiring to pretend to be good. Also, it was really cold outside, and it was tiring to pretend to be good. Luan Chang shrugged. All right, then I'll p say that something urgent came up. Before Lin Qingyu could reply, a little head poked out from the inner room. Gaga, why aren't you coming in yet? Lin Qinghe, Lin Qinghe asked, 
casting a curious look at Luan Cheng. Luan Cheng smiled back at him. Then Ching Yu said, We're coming. He then said to Luan Cheng, Then you... Luan Cheng said, According to the etiquette, I shouldn't go... Shouldn't I go bid goodbye to your parents? Lin Qingyu snorted coldly. Aren't you the expert on etiquette? Why are you still asking me? Luan Cheng smiled and said, Hearing Dr. Lin say that, it seems that my acting just now was pretty good. Lin Qingyu pushed Luan Cheng into the house. The Lin family had already reserved a place for Luan Cheng. The charcoal brazier was burning in the hall. It was a lot warmer than outside without making people feel oppressed. The fragrance of wine was de Oh, sorry. Ran out of air. The fragrance of wine was diffused into the air, and two winter bamboo bonsais were placed in the corners, adding a sense of elegance and freshness. The Lin family's tastes leaned toward mild, and the dishes on the table were mainly lightly flavored ones. There was also a plate of white cakes interspersed with light red. It looked like ardent red and white plums intertwined in one spot. Lu Wen Chang couldn't help glancing repeatedly at it. Father Lin said, Young Master Hu, please, over here. Luan Chang paused and said with a smile, I won't be going... Sorry. I won't be joining you for this meal. I'm here to bid goodbye to father-in-law and mother-in-law. Oh? Tan Ching Ji. Sorry. Tan Chi Ji. <laughs> I don't know why that gets me. Tan Chi Ji glanced at Lin Ching Yu, his eyes filled with deep meaning. Why is Ma young Master Hu leaving right after he has just arrived, and without even having eaten any food? Luan Chang let out a couple of muffled coughs and said, I'm afraid I won't be able to hold on for long. I must go back and lie down. It is a most laughable situation. Mother Lin said, It will take a couple of months to get... Uh, sorry. It will take a couple of hours to get to the Nananhu mansion from here. The carriage would bump and jolt on the road. It would be better for young Master Hu to rest here first, and then set off once you're feeling better. Luan Chang said, sounding embarrassed. This... Jing Yu, what do you think? Then Jing Yu looked at the somewhat joking look in Luan Ching's eyes. Lu Wan Cheng hadn't used the last-minute emergency as his excuse. Rather, he said he felt unwell and wanted to go back to rest. Anyone with a brain could see his intentions. This was the Lin residence. His father was the Yan Pan of the Imperial Hospital. Although the post was not high, he was still a member of the Emperor's inner ministerial circle. He was in charge of taking care of the Son of Heaven, of the Empress, and of the Imperial concubines within the palace. There was no need to doubt his medical expertise. To say that he was the best doctor within Dayu, Dayu would not be an overstatement. 
saying that you were unwell in front of him was already a clear indication. Lin Ching Yu saw through, <laughs> saw through his plan, but didn't expose him. It's up to you. Only then did Luan Cheng say, Then I accept for different. Then I accept, for difference is no substitute for obedience. Before taking his seat, Lin Ching Yu pushed Luan Cheng to the side with his hands. He said, After dinner, let my father examine your pulse for you. Luan Cheng found this to be inessential. That's not necessary. I'm terminally ill. There's no cure for this. Lin Ching Yu sneered. Don't pretend. Isn't that what you stayed for? Luan Cheng washed his hands slowly and said calmly, No, I just want to have a taste of the plum cake. It looks delicious, and I'm a little hungry. Were it anyone else, Lin Ching Yu would have never believed this kind of response. But he actually believed that what Lu Wen Cheng said was true. For a lazy bones, save for, sleep <laughs> for sleeping, eating was naturally the most important. Lin Ching Yu turned around and said, and saw Ten Chi Ji was still there. He no longer felt up to going round the ah. He no longer felt up to going round the curves and skirting corners with him. He said bluntly You can't drink at the same table with me, right? Then why have you not left yet? Ten Chi Ji seemed to have been prepared for a long time. He smiled. Today I have had the honor to witness young Master Hu's graceful demeanor with my own eyes. I personally think that young Master Hu's noble and benevolent character, his broad-mindedness, sets him apart from some of the more pedantic sort, and would not be so strict with Ching Yuzhong. I merely wish to offer a few glasses of wine to salute the teacher. Young Master Hu surely wouldn't mind. Yuan Chang smiled and said, Of course. We are all men here. There's no need to be so restrictive. Lin Ching Yu swept a cold glance at Lu Chang, regretting that he hadn't stuck a few more needles in him when he'd given him the acupuncture that night. This man was unable to accomplish anything, but liable to spoil everything. Lu Chang was very skilled at looking for trouble for him. Before Tan Chi Ji could take his seat, Luan Cheng suddenly asked, Is Tan Zhang perhaps already married? Tan Chi Ji said, Answering young master who? I have already been married three years. Luan Cheng let out an, Ah, and said regretfully, Then would your wife not be angry if she were to find out that you had been drinking at the same table with us? Everyone around the table looked helplessly at each other. Tan Chi Ji said, asked, puzzled, Why would my wife, why would my wife, why would my wife be angry? Luan Chang said, You would be drinking at the same table with a male wife and a man who has married a male wife. This does not seem to be in compliance with customs. Lin Ching Yu glanced at him, 
only to feel that evil tricks were brewing in this man's eyes. Tenchiji could hardly keep the smile from falling off his, off his face. Young Master Hu jests. How could my wife be angry over this? We cannot be certain of that. Liwen Chang chuckled lightly. For the harmony of Ten Shung's home, in my opinion, it is best to forget about partaking wine with us today. Next time. Next time, surely. Luan Chang's dismissal of the guest was so obvious that even the six-year-old Lin Qinghe could hear it. He let alone these adults. Lin Qinghe raised his head and asked Mother Lin, Mother, is this person, is this person leaving? Mother Lin said awkwardly, This. Ten Chi Ji prided himself on being a scholar. With how embarrassing the scene has become, no matter how thick-skinned he was, he was left with little to no choice but to find a graceful exit for himself. Today is Ching Yu's... Today is Ching Yu Sheng's first visit to his family after his marriage. It really is a bit improper for an outsider like me to be here. I shall take my leave first, and come to visit teacher and young master who some other day. Father Lin didn't have him stay, and ordered Hua Tong to, to escort the guest out. Tan Chi Ji walked, walked to the door and heard Luan Cheng's voice floating from behind. I almost forgot. Ching Yu left in such a hurry today that he forgot to take with him the five carriages of gifts. Fortunately, I discovered it in time and ordered someone to bring it along. Right now, the carriages are stopped at the gate of the Lin residence. Tanchi Ji gritted his teeth and tore off the jade pendant round his waist. Yach. According to seniority, Father Lin sat at the head of the table. Mother Lin took the seat next to him. Lin Qingyu and Luan Chang sat together. They were the very picture of newlyweds. A young married couple joined at the hip. They were gathered close together, one whispering softly and the other listening looking as though they were speaking confidences that they could not allow outsiders to hear. Seeing this, Mother Lin and Father Lin ex exchanged a complicated look. Others, though, could hardly have imagined that their dialogue went like this. Who asked you to bring those things here? Take them back later. I know you think that the things from Nen and Hu Mansion are dirty, but these things can be sold for money. Why put yourself at odds with money? Wouldn't it be fun to see them weeping and wailing over my grave when I die, and you take the Lin family's mem money to eat delicious food, drink hard liquor, and live in a plush house with your concubine? Lin Qingyu imagined this scene for a moment. He narrowed his eyes, turned his head, and ordered the servant. Tell someone to move those things into the house. Luan Chang happily stretched out his hand to grab the plum cake he's long been salivating over. That's right. <laughs> After the meal, Father <coughs> After the meal, Father Lin took the initiative to say, I have heard a little about young Master Hu's condition. If young Master Hu finds me trustworthy, may I be allowed to take a look? 
Yuan Chang put on a pleasantly surprised expression. It would be my pleasure. Father Lin nodded and said, Then young Master Hu, please come with me. Lin Ching Yu pushed Luan Chang to Father Lin's study. After Father Lin washed his hands, he took out, he took out a wrist cushion made of warm jade hmm, and placed it under Luan Chang's wrist. He closed his eyes and he closed his eyes to probe his pulse. For a while, the room was silent. Nothing could be made out from Father Lin's expression. After exploring his veins, Father Lin asked Luan Chang a few more questions, and Luan Chang answered them one by one. Father Lin said, The root of young Master Hu's disease is innate. It is easy to treat the symptoms, but difficult to cure the root cause. You must recuperate carefully. Avoid any mental or physical stress. Father Lin's words were ambiguous, but they were nothing more than platitudes. Luan Chang, unexpectedly, didn't ask much. He simply showed a tired smile and said, Sorry to have bothered father-in-law. The guest room has been prepared. Young Master Hu can go and take a nap, Father Lin said. Ching Yu, stay for a bit. Lin Ching Yu nodded and let the servant push Luan Chang out first. Once Luan Chang had left, Father Lin asked, Have you examined your master whose illness? I have. I have. And what are your thoughts? Lin Ching Yu said, Luan Chang is already lucky to have reached nineteen years old. Now he is hanging on by a breath. Once this breath dissipates, that will be the end of him. Father Lin nodded in agreement and asked, How much time do you estimate he still has? Half a year. Father Lin pondered for a long time and said, Just a second. I have a method that may save his life for a year, but the side effects are so great that it may aggravate the patient's pain. Lin Ching Yu said, without taking the time to think, th think it through, What method? I will write the prescription for you later. Father Lin looked into Lin Ching Yu's eyes. The question is, do you want him to live for half a year more? Was there any need to ask? The sooner Lin Ching Yu died, sorry, the sooner Luan Chang died, the sooner he would be free. Half a year was long. He didn't have the patience to wait for half a year. So naturally he didn't want to. Lin Ching Yu absently walked out of the study. He came face to face with Mother Lin, who was on her way to give Father Lin his after meal tea and cake. Mother Lin told him that Luan Chang was already resting in the guest room. Are you going to see him? Mother Lin asked. Lin Ching Yu said, No, let him rest. Mother Lin hesitated and asked, Ching Yu, your master who? Is he being good to you? 
It doesn't matter whether he's good or bad, Lin Qingyu said lightly. After all, it's nothing more than half a year ill. It's nothing more than a half year long ill fated relationship. Using his return to his home this time, Lin Qingyu was planning to take another box of medical books with him to the Nananhu mansion. When he arrived in his study, he saw Tan Chi Ji and Huan Tong looking around the gate, looking around by the gate. Frowning, he asked, Why have you not left yet? Huan Tong explained, Tan Gunza said that he'd, that his jade pendant was lost in our mansion. I'm out, I'm looking for it with him. You should be searching by the front hall. That you have... That you have come to my study specifically must mean that you have something to say. Tanchi Ji didn't refute. Sure enough, there is nothing that can... There is nothing that can be hidden but... <sighs> there is nothing that can be hidden from Ching Yu Zhong. To tell the truth, I suddenly remembered an important matter. As it is not appropriate for me to go back and disturb you, I made use of... I made use of the loss of the jade pendant to stay in the residence and wait. Then Ching Yu loathed having to exchange with this kind of person a single word more than was necessary. Say it. Tan Chi Ji's face showed a bitter expression. Ching Yu Zhang. Ching Yusheng must also know that the Imperial Medical Office's examination is getting closer and closer, and I harbor no confidence that I shall pass. Then Ching Yu knew that Tan Chi Ji, yeah, that Tan Chi Ji wanted to touch his inverse scale and pierce his heart with a knife. He had to admit that this move was brilliant. The Imperial Medical Office's examination has always been a thorn in his heart and the mere touch of it depressed him. But this didn't mean that anyone could just take this matter, matter and use it as a show of might, a display of power in front of him. You already failed the examination once three years ago. It's only right that you harbor no confidence. Tan Chi Ji was poked in his sore spot. He gritted his teeth and forced a smile. For this examination, I am studying hard day and night. Lin Qingji praised. The clumsy bird flies early and diligence cures clumsiness. You're doing a good job. Tan Qiji finally couldn't bear it. His face grew as black as the bottom of a pot. Lin Qingyu's every word of praise seemed like ridicule. A man like Lin Qingyu, one favored by the gods with outstanding aptitude, could never understand how much ordinary people had to pay just to keep up with just to catch up with him the tiniest bit. At least I can take the exam again this year. Tan Chi Ji stared at Lin Qingyu's face. I know that Qing Yuzhong has a vast collection of medical books. Since you can no longer use it, why not let me borrow a few? If I'm able to pass the exam in the future, you'll have my deepest thanks. Lin Qingyu raised his eyes and asked, Can you even understand what is written in my books? After saying so, he flicked his sleeve and turned around. Huan Tong, see our visitor out. 
in the blink of an eye, the sky grew... Oh, and heat break. In the blink of an eye, the sky grew dark. The coachman from the Who Mansion came to inform them that it was time to return to the mansion. Mother Lin put the prepared snacks into the food box and had Lin Ching Yu take it back. Just now, during the meal, I saw that young master who also likes the plum cakes, so I packed a few more. If the weather stays cold like today, the cakes won't spoil. The cakes won't spoil so easily, even after a long time. Lin Ching Yu said, There's probably nothing that he doesn't like to eat. Mother Lin smiled softly. Young Master Hu hasn't gotten up yet. You go and call him. Lin Ching Yu went to the guest room and saw that Lu Wencheng was awake, lying on the bed in a daze. He asked, When did you wake up? Half an hour ago. Then what are you still doing here? Luan Cheng wrapped himself in the quilt, showing only his eyes to look at Lin Ching Yu. Voice muffled, he said, I'm having a lion. I'm having a lion. It's so cold outside. I don't want to get up. It's so cold outside. I don't want to get up. I want to be a blanket. Lin Ching Yu stopped talking nonsense. He grabbed a corner of the quilt and flung it away with force. Tone cold, he said, I am not your personal maid. This trick won't work on me. Liu Wencheng very slowly got up. He wasn't angry at having his quilt removed. What trick? I wasn't using any trick on you. He saw that there was something wrong with Lin Qingyu's expression. He asked, Didn't Tanji... Shiji, leave already? Who provoked you again? No one. Liu Chang blinked. Oh. Lin Jingyu was silent. Then he was silent again. Finally, he couldn't hold back. Tan Ji is preparing for the examination of the Imperial Medical Office, and he tried to borrow my books. Then when Liu Wenji, no. <laughs> Lu Cheng laughed. That's it? Lin Ching Yu's eyes were like knives and blades. Lu Cheng tried to reason with Lin Ching Yu. Tan Ji Ji can't even compare to a single strand of your hair. If you take him seriously, you would be lowering your identity. Lowering your IQ. Just treat him as a joke. Something to tease. To have some fun with. How can I possibly not know that? Then Ching Yu laughed at himself. How can I possibly not know that? Then Ching, ah, Lin Ching Yu laughed at himself. But a few years ago, Tan Chi Ji, this, this mediocre person who couldn't even tell a Chan Tian Ku Chi from a red nut sedge, can still take the examination of the Imperial Medical Office, while I can't. It's ridiculous. Luan Cheng said helplessly, Yes, yes, it is all the Nan and Hu Mansion's fault. I will try to die early and let you be a widow before the Imperial Medical Office's examination, okay? Then Ching Yu closed his eyes and said nothing. His long and thick lashes trembled slightly. Luan Cheng stayed 
with Lute lynching you in silence for a while. He then suddenly said with a smile, Okay, don't get so angry. Being able to go home is such a rare occasion. Cheer up a bit. Smile more, hmm? Lynching you is indifferent. I don't like to smile by nature. Why are you getting more and more angry? I have a nine-word mantra that serves as my motto. It may be helpful to you. Do you want to hear it? No. Just listen. It won't cost you anything. Lynching you pressed his brows. If you're going to say it regardless, then just say it. What's the use of spouting eh, out such nonsense as a preamble? Lu Wen Chang's eyes were filled with sincerity. Behave with integrity. Try not to compete with others. Lin Ching Yu. Lin, the great beauty Ching Yu. Every day I wish to live in widowhood. Alrighty, so that was it. I hope you've enjoyed this chapter and I hope you enjoyed this kind of mishmash of an episode. Uh, thank you so much for joining me and I hope you will follow the prompts that should be popping up on your screen any moment to follow on to chapters 7 and I believe 7 and 8. Oh no, it's 7 to 10. Something crazy like that. I'm not sure. The next chapters, anyways. So thank you so much for joining me, and I hope you tune in again next time as we continue on with this story. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful night. From you and I, see you next time. <laughs>